This program is brought to you by Kiama Leagues Club, the modern, friendly heart of Kiama. Welcome to Around the Arena's Kiama Community Radio Sports Program, where you can regularly hear what's happening in sport across the region. Whilst I cannot begin to comprehend the heartache many families have undergone over the last three years with COVID, bushfires, floods and now cost of living rises, this week I thought I would approach a local sports club and see how they have been coping with these challenges. The Jamboree Golf Club has been closed more than open over the past 10 months as they have been ravaged by floods. To put the amount of water into perspective, Normally, the Kaima region receives around 1,100 millimetres of rain annually. Well, this year we expect to surpass 3,000 millimetres of rain. I spoke with Phil Hahn, the president of the Jamboree Golf Club, about their struggles. This is what we talked about. So this afternoon I'm here at the, the Jamboree Golf Club. I'm here with Phil Hahn. Phil is the president. The club this year has absolutely been decimated with the rain. I know a lot of people have struggled through the rain. I won't go into it anymore. Phil will fill you in with the detail. But um, it's great to be out here. It's been a beautiful day. The guys are back playing golf and the course looks spectacular. So Phil, welcome to Kiama Community Radio. Thanks Glenn and uh, welcome to Jamboree Golf Club. Uh, yeah, we've had a pretty horror couple of years actually. Um, last year we had COVID where for 120 days we had Probably 60 to 70 percent of our membership were locked out because they lived within the um, Shell Harbour LGA, which was deemed to be part of Greater Metropolitan and couldn't travel to Jamboree. So that was uh, pretty hard. And then this year we've had such a long, extended wet period from 21st of February to the 21st of October. We had uh, six flood events where our course was underwater. And when you say flood events, you've driven me around the course. I couldn't believe some of the depths all through here. I believe it was old farmland in the past. Um, it, it butts onto the uh, Minamara River. But uh, the, the depth of the water, Phil, it, it's amazing that yeah. you know, you've been able to bounce back as you have because certainly the course looks spectacular. We're, we're talking uh, outdoors also. So if you hear some birds chirping or anything like that, it's a really fantastic uh, afternoon out here. So, so, Phil, how did you recover from that? Well, it's, it's been a, a pretty, uh, as I said, a tough two years. And we've had fairly substantial uh, losses for the well, last year and uh, shaping that way again this year with the uh, extended wet period. So uh, it's probably testament to uh, boards past and present that we've got a pretty healthy bank account balance that's uh, kept us above water, I suppose, uh, excuse the pun. In that uh, period from uh, 21st of February to the 21st of October, we had just 34 days with 18 holes in play with carts allowed. So 34 days out of 257 days where we could play golf as normal. There were other days when the course was open where we had restricted play it might have been uh, no carts or some holes shortened or um, some holes not in play at all. Our staff have been wonderful and done a great job. And, so it's uh, certainly been tough for you I mean put that in perspective if, you, if you're a coffee shop or something like that and you could only and you could only uh, be open 34 days out of 200 plus 
you'd be out the back door. Yeah, well, our club relies on the golf course being open. We do have, you know, a, a, a bar and a, a deck area and what have you, but we don't have poker machines, which to me is a good thing. Our bar is only open if the golf course is open, so uh, we've had all the normal expenses, but none of the revenue much, so it's, it has been tough. But we've come through it, we're out the other side, and, uh, yeah, we, we lost quite a number of members over that wet period and no doubt they, they've gone to other clubs where uh, it's probably wet as well in terms of they're playing in the rain but uh, at least the course was playable, we didn't have that luxury. I'm talking to Phil Hahn, the president of the Jamaroo Golf Club. So Phil, your revenue's been knocked around. Where are you at with that sort of thing? I mean, inviting people to come out here, advertising... How are you getting on with getting people back on your course? As I, I think I might have been saying, the uh, our membership has been knocked around, which is probably the biggest long-term impact of the uh, last two years. We went from 561 members at 31st of May this year, and we're down you know, probably 120-odd members off that. So that's a... A long-term issue to gradually bring members back and in the meantime your playing fields are down, your cart hires are down, your bar sales are down, everything is down. So um, yeah it's, it's, it's going to be a challenge to get back but we've got probably some of the cheapest if not the cheapest membership fees in the in the region uh, at $620 a year full year and there's a pro rata rate if you join during the year. So that's a pretty good value comparatively I, I would think. We've got a get into golf program as uh, always goes very well. Uh, we've got a community instructor who runs those programs and the ladies uh, do a terrific job. Pam Middlebrook, uh, ladies president, a number of others that help her and uh, they've had you know very good big classes when no other golf courses even run the get into golf programs in the region so that's working really well for us. I think our memberships are, are now they're turned and we're starting to build up again. And yeah well you've got membership it's membership time across the the region's golf courses so yes yeah, a very competitive <coughs> price uh, $620 membership so so I could I can envisage you'll get some back I would think. I Yeah I would hope so. So, foot golf, talk to me about that. People, not a lot of people, I don't think, around the area know about foot golf. We've heard a bit about it. Well, so, we have a, a community of a golf community that relies very heavily on volunteers. Our shop is run with volunteer staff. So, there's great camaraderie in the club. And our foot golf is run by a lady of the name of Sue Paul, who does a fantastic job. She uh, dresses up in, you know, golfing paraphernalia from the early days uh, and uh, comes out and voluntarily and runs foot golf tournaments. We've had the Australian foot golf championships here for quite a number of years and yeah it's it's a very good contributor to our financial well-being. Oh that's fantastic news. I guess you know drawing to a close in this interview, um, good luck I mean, you've done it very, very tough out here. I, know, I understand that. And, uh, and I can only encourage people to come out here. It's a beautiful spot. We're sitting, uh, sitting looking down a fairway here on a... On the on fifth a, fairway. On the fifth fairway, yeah. And uh, it's just a magnificent spot to come to. 
Jamboree, uh, get out here and have a game and, and support one of our local golf courses. So, Phil, thanks very much today for talking to us. I really do appreciate it and wish you well into the future. Thank you, Glenn, and uh, I look forward to uh, seeing you out here for a, uh, a round of golf sometime. I'll just let our listeners know that I've been promising to come out here for a couple of years and I can't use COVID or, or, uh, or floods <laughs> anymore, so I'm going to have to get out here and have a hit. So, Phil, thanks very much, and I, I promise you I will be out here in the near future. All right, look forward to it, Glenn. All the best. Thank you. KCR, Kiama Community Radio.org. For the community, by the community. In sport talk, in cricket, the Kaima Cavs first grade were too strong for North Nara Kambawara on Saturday. The Cavs batted first and scored 219 in 48 overs before bowling out North Nara for 159. The match saw a milestone for Cav batsman Dale Shifleet, who notched up his 100th first grade match. The Bondi to Berry bike ride came through town on Saturday. The riders certainly enjoyed Kiama as a rest stop after negotiating Riverside Drive Hill in North Kiama and then the Gipps Street Hill into town. And whilst not sport related, it was fabulous to be part of the International Men's Day on Saturday. I joined the man walk at Shell Harbour for a combined walk around the Shell Cove area followed by a barbecue. The man walk originated here in Kaima as a brainchild of Mark Burns. There are now 80 registered walks across Australia. Recently, I joined in a walk in Darwin and was made feel very welcome by Jimmy Bahoulis and his men. Why don't you track down a walk close to you and walk, talk and support? And a reminder to all local sporting organisations, the next meeting of the Kaima District Sports Association will be held at 7pm on Monday, the 28th of November, at the Kaima Leagues Club. That's all I have time for this week, but if you'd like your sport to be part of the program, contact me at kcradiocontent at gmail.com. I'm Glenn Shepherd, and I hope to see you around one of our sporting arenas. This program is brought to you by Kaima Leagues Club, the modern, friendly heart of Kaima.